0: My name's Bobby Walker with Journey of a New Entrepreneur, and I've got one message for you. Don't Don't be a bitch! What is going on, everybody? It's Bobby Walker here with the Journey of a New Entrepreneur podcast, bringing you another great guest today. And I'm going to tell you who it is because I can't wait. It's my buddy, Megan likes from the opposite end of the country. I'm over here in Orlando, Florida. She's over somewhere in California. I think Southern she's, she has to be in Southern Cal because she's just got that vibe, but I can't wait to to talk about that and, and introduce you to one of my good buddies. And also one of my friends in my mastermind, the B, B, B business bourbon and bullshit. So that's cool. Um, but anyway, before we do, I've got to do two Things with you guys. First off, I've got to tell you about the huge convention. Uh, I've been going to the huge convention since 2017. The first year I got into this industry, it's been hugely impactful for me. It's coming up this August, the 19th and the 20th. Uh, if you're watching the video, you can see Megan clapping. She's going to be there, it's, guys. The, here's the bottom line: it's very impactful. People often will send messages and say, what do I get out of it? The tickets are 250 bucks. What am I going to get for 250 bucks? Let me tell you something. If you go to the huge convention and you don't walk away with 30 times That $250 ticket price, you suck, okay? That's just the honest to God truth. You're going to be around a ton of people that are – pardon that sound in there, guys. That was my phone started ringing. But you're going to be around a ton of people that are in the industry – over a thousand people that have been there that have solved problems that you've encountered and vice versa. So just the networking alone is amazing. I think we have about seven, uh, let's call it 15. I don't know exactly, but we got 15 plus uh, breakout sessions. They're classes that are being taught by people from the industry. All the classes are about business growth, business development, all that kind of stuff. Plus the main stage speakers. And guys, we have a phenomenal lineup this year. We got Two days of main stage speakers, as well as all of the classes. Oh, did I mention the largest trade show in the industry? You get to go, you get to grab the toys, you get to play with them water fed poles, power washers, hot water units, uh, paver ceiling stuff. Not to mention people like a Megan Likes is going to be there that that offer uh, professional services like bookkeeping and no no telling what other kinds of things and software companies and responsive bids there and uh, 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 nice job and, and jobber and, and you, you name it, they're there. So if you want to grow your business and if you want the connections that matter – they're right in your industry with other people that are experts, and they're almost all because there's some jerks out there, but they're almost all willing to help you out as well. This is where you want to go. So go to thehugeconvention.com. You can get your tickets right there. And we're staying in the uh, Marriott Marquis, it's this iconic hotel right in the middle of Atlanta, Georgia. Guys, It's just got the coolest lobby I think I've ever seen. It's just like you stand in the middle of it, you look up, you get vertigo, you want to fall over. But they're not in a bad way. It's just like it's just so tall and so big and just so like geometric. It's just super cool. And uh, check it out. Go to the huge convention. You can get your room rates for $129 if you book through the huge convention website, the block of rooms that we have. You know how it works when events have on. So go get your ticket, go get your room, and then come have a beer with me and Megan because I'm going to be off 75 hard at that time, and I'm ready to have a few drinks with my friends. So I'm looking forward to it. And then next is ResponsiBid. You guys know what ResponsiBid is. You've been listening to the show, so I'm going to sum it up like this. ResponsiBid is the sales system for your company. So I'm going to do this real quick. Now, Megan, I'm going to put you on the spot. I want you to condense something to 60 seconds, but I've seen you present this at least twice at different events on how you generated a crap ton of money by using a responsive bid. And I think basically doing nothing else. Can you, can you share a success story on
1: responsive? Uh, we doubled our income without adding a single extra expense in terms of labor expense. We did add the expense of Responsive, but that's so nominal compared mm. to how much our income doubled when we implemented responsive. Which we found at the huge convention yeah, because me too. we we didn't even know what it was until we went to the <laughs> convention, and then we doubled our income. And more importantly, that's the bottom line income. So we doubled our profits. Mm-hmm. We really, really did an exceptional job of doubling. Our, I feel like I said it all wrong, but we doubled our profits by switching to Responsive without increasing our expenses. And it was amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And when you say it's a sales system, I implemented it for my accounting company because oh, wow. I needed somebody to start taking sales over for me and I needed to create a script for that. And Responsive is so good at having a script, right? You you ask all the questions, you do all the things, you offer good, better, best, you sell the Customers, the way they want to be sold to, and the way they want to buy, which is not talking to you. Shocking, I know, because I like talking to people. I don't (laughs) think Bobby likes talking to people. Um, And it's a system. It's a full system. It's smart scheduling. We save money on gas. Uh, It's smart follow-up. Like I love when I do the phones, which happens like once every 10 years. And I can say, oh, so-and-so's daughter's getting married in October. And then I customize the follow-up right there on the phone with the customer. And they think we are like ninja superstars with how much we know about them because they mentioned it on the phone. So smart follow-up, smart scheduling. I save so much money on gas, drive time, windshield time, overtime, right? Mm-hmm. And I have way larger tickets, like more than double than when I started. And I'm just generally much happier because we're organized. And my my office manager is like a sales rock star. She can do three people's jobs with this one software. So if you don't have it already and, you know, it's not Bobby telling you that he's like selling wise at Disney world. That's getting you to buy buy because you have more money and you will have less stress and you'll be happier. Just
0: wow. Do that. You know, would you mind coming on the show every time with me and doing the, the response bid read? Cause that was the best one ever. Uh, cool. thank well, you,
1: I, think I fumbled the beginning, but it was an absolute no brainer. Well, I think absolute you nailed
0: no-brainer. it. I think you nailed it. So guys, if you're interested, one more thing, response a bit is so confident in their own service, that they offer a ten to one ROI guarantee—that's insane. That's nuts. If you don't get a ten to no one, one RO- no one does that no because no one that. has a no one. Everyone's like, ah, oh, this service is better, that service is better. Those people aren't offering you a ten to one ROI guarantee. Responsive is because they know they have what it takes. So go to jnebid.com. You get a special lower monthly rate. That's exclusive to jne listeners. Go to jnebid.com. You also get a free month of service. You don't get anywhere else unless you're a JNE listener. And you go to jnebid.com if you want to put your business and your sales system on steroids. So go check it out. Megan, thanks for the help on that. So that's an easy segue. We'll just go right into this. Megan
1: likes. How the hell are you? I'm great. Good to see you, man. Good, good. It's good going? to
0: see you too. So it's like two, th- uh, almost two thirty over here. I know we're on a time crunch, so this is going to be a shorter episode because you got to get off here at three o'clock my time. But you're over Which on the west coast. Test,
1: we're always shooting the shit,
0: and we. Need I to- know. <laughs> I know. This might just be a <laughs> yeah. BS, BS. uh <laughs> podcast today uh what time is it over there in in your neck of the woods
1: 11 20
0: not not even lunchtime not even lunchtime Mm. so so Megan real quick I know you but I I don't know everything about you but I know you uh but my listeners may not can you give us that little you know I like long walks on the beach and kissing babies and shaking hands and building businesses and all that can you give us the little condensed version and then we'll just dive in and
1: learn all about you I have yet to master a condensed version just because I'm so verbose and I cannot shut up. That's good enough. Uh, but but br- briefly, my name is Megan Likes. I am the founder of Bookkeeping Academy Online. And I educate and empower small business owners to know their numbers, like really know them so that they can live more financially rewarding lives. And I do this because I was born in a family of self-employed people and they failed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Almost every business venture in my family had failed or ended and that was a really interesting way to be brought up. Uh, we had retail businesses. We had service businesses. We had a restaurant. A, there were lots of different businesses in my family growing up. And I grew up doing all of those things. And there was this common denominator that I think kept coming up. And it was money. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, like you need money to make business work. And uh, without money, business doesn't work. It's weird. But that tends to be a consistent trend Mm -hmm. and failure is significantly more common than success. So I think my family's experiences were very common because most businesses fail. They fail in the first Mm -hmm. one, five and 10 years. And the success metrics of businesses making it past the 10 year mark are very, very few. Um, so I met a guy during one of my mini sabbaticals uh, from school. I wanted to be an attorney, but I didn't really like going to college. So You'd I be, you teaching. would
0: be a scary attorney, just for the record. But anyway,
1: I, Since age <laughs> six, I wanted to be an arguer. Right? Yeah. I would love to argue. Bobby knows nothing I'd about. Hire me, I'd hire like you.
0: I'd hire you for as an attorney. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, my parents still think I'm an attorney. Sometimes I think I'm not an attorney. I'm an accountant. I know that's shocking. Um, so I kept taking sabbaticals from school cause I just didn't like law. I paid my way through college. I, um, worked at every law, <laughs> law firm in the Sacramento Valley, um, near the Capitol. And I just never found the thing. And so during one of my sabbaticals, I met a boy, his name is Jeff likes, and we were ski bums in Tahoe. And Jeff Um, Jeff was doing his summers cleaning windows and um, when I came back from that sabbatical which had involved a couple of other foreign countries and fun random things that you can ask me about over a beer, um, the law firm was like, we don't have your job for you anymore, you've been gone for like 18 months (laughs) but we trust you and if you would pay our bills and keep the lights on, we'd be happy to give you a job as an interim controller Mm. for this very big law firm because our controller is out on maternity leave and that was the first time I met QuickBooks, the first time I started geeking out about money and it was a match made in heaven. I started a bookkeeping business in college to pay my way through, and because I wasn't going to work at law firms anymore, yep. I started getting into taxes and I got into financial planning. And my husband, now, who's the boyfriend that I met as a ski bum he ended up starting a window cleaning business and so we kind of cut our teeth in our own building a business from scratch from nothing right like many of you that are listening to this and um although our, our story didn't start with Keith Kalfas and I always feel like a little bit of FOMO like, was Keith first? like I wish we found him well you are
0: started on a ski slope so that's even All cooler right
1: started on a ski, we worked for the same ski company, Again, another beer, I'll tell you that story, um, but Jeff started a window cleaning business, and what they say is the rest is history, and Jeff, my husband, he's a fantastic window cleaner, I have to brag, you know, he's the fastest window cleaner in the world in the year 2020, literally, he won the Like literally in the yep, world, yep.
0: yeah, I, I got I to mean- wear his championship belt uh, at Responsicon,
1: I feel like got to is a very interesting way of describing what happened at Responsicon. But <laughs> you have to come to Responsicon to see what we mean. Um, so he's fantastic window cleaner. Turns out business is not natural for him. It is not easy for him. Being an owner is not easy. He is a very good window cleaner, but he was not a good manager. He was not a good money manager. He was not a good systems guy. He was not an HR guy. He was not even a computer guy. Uh, When I met Jeff, he didn't have a cell phone. He didn't have a bank account and he didn't have a car and that's where he came from, right? Like He ran his whole business the first 10 years from the cell phone that we got him and he did everything. Everything on that phone. He bought his first computer in 2021. First computer what? his entire life. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> um, and that man can do magic from an iPhone or an iPad. And what I learned through my experiences with Jeff and running Jeff Likes windows and Gutters—that's our baby. That's that's the name of our business. Mm-hmm. Um, was very comparable to my experiences working in corporate finance. So I was working at a CPA firm doing tax returns for small businesses. I was a small business expert. I was the bookkeeping department and I was the payroll department. And what I figured out was Jeff was not unique. I mean, he's unique in that he's amazingly awesome and you know, I'm very happy to be married to him, but he was not unique in his entrepreneurial journey of these other things not coming naturally to him. Mm -hmm. And now we know through the E-myth, you know, you've got this mindset and blah, blah, blah. So I, I, I did the jump too. I started a whole business around the Jeffs of the world. And that is the people who are afraid of money and who don't like technology and who did not do well in school. They Mm. don't, school is not their thing. They are very hard workers and they are really good technicians And that doesn't mean that they're going to fail in business. And like, so I kind of made that my mission is I want to help those people succeed. I want to show them what they can't see. I want to make what's really hard and scary for them easy and accessible without judgment. And so I built bookkeeping Academy to teach business owners how to like figure out what's going on with their money because they're the only person in the whole wide world that will care that much about their money. Nobody else will ever care about your money like you do. And um And then I like to travel, so now I just I travel a lot and I speak a lot and I get to meet cool people like Bobby and go to cool places like the huge. And um, I like to just inspire people to give back in meaningful ways, however that works for you. So that's cool. That's me. That was not ninety seconds. That was like seven minutes. No,
0: I I normally say (laughs) ninety seconds because most of my guests I kind of got to drag stuff out of them. So you're making it easy on me. You already took care of paying the bills for me, and now you're taking care of the interview please don't stop uh so <laughs> b- before we get back to you uh, I gotta mention something about your husband Jeff uh so we had the opportunity to hang out with both of you guys and a few others um let's see here uh jill's was Jill's office with us I think at universal I can't remember who all was with you know, us at universal. I think
1: it was like- it was the Kemptons. It was Danny Kerr with Breakthrough Academy. Breakthrough Academy it was yep. Michelle Myers with oh, Pink Collars. Oh, with Pink Collars.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. I, Michelle, I don't we, shoot me for that. You guys both provide great service, and and, and yeah. it's not the same. I just – sorry. Sorry, there's Michelle.
1: Michelle. There's a Michelle at both, so that yeah. can be confusing. But no, we're with Michelle Myers. and we're with Martha Woodward with Quality Driven Software. And Martha, I mean, it was yep. kind of a dream team. It was of, fun. Um,
0: it was awesome. It was. We had a blast there. We had a blast. And the uh, – I got to talk with Jeff a little bit. We were actually, uh, sitting down eating. Oh my
1: gosh. Are you going to tell this? Like, do I, you mean, does
0: I, that have to be associated with me? Yes, it has to. It's, <laughs> and it's epic, but we were we were sitting down eating dinner, a pretty late dinner at uh city walk there at universal. And, uh, I think I was eating Mo's, you know, welcome to Mo's the burrito. And I don't remember burrito place. I don't remember what everyone else was eating, but, uh, and I'm just chatting with Jeff and it was the first time I really got to kind of engage with him a lot. And we started talking about tattoos cause uh, he's got, do you have tattoos Megan? I can't even remember. I think you do. Don't you, are you inked I have, up? I have one? Oh, just
1: one. Okay. Private one. Yeah. But he, it, my husband, yeah, we yeah. We're complete opposites and you could like quiz us and we would answer the opposite. thing.
0: Yeah. But yeah. Well, and it's that awkward. was awkward guys. Here, all aspiring uh, YouTube hosts are or, or, sorry. Podcast hosts. Don't ask a female if you don't know for sure if they have tattoos, because then they have to tell you, well, it's kind of private. And then that was, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm
1: sorry. sorry. no, it's not like, but, uh, it's not that private. But now where he's going, the story, this just got super awkward. Go ahead. Yeah, me. yeah. The story. My
0: husband,
1: uh, that, my husband is, is covered in tattoos. For those that can't see, I am always overdressed. Almost always, like 95% of my life is spent in a dress or heels. And my husband is always casual. Looks like he's a 12-year-old skater boy yep. um, or a window cleaner, yeah. either depending on the day. And he has tattoos from head to toe. So now they can picture Jeff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Super nice guy. He's just very humble and he's very quiet, but real fun, real funny. And I was telling him how, yeah, I'm hoping to get my sleeve on my left arm done this year, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, yeah. He goes, I'm thinking about getting a new tattoo. Uh, I've got, had an idea for a while and I said, well, okay, what, what is it? And he goes, well, I think I'm just going to do it like across my butt. And it's just going to say, wow. And that way, when I do cartwheels, it'll say "Wow, Mom, Wow." (laughs) And I thought, "Oh my God, this is my favorite guy on the planet." So uh, I just so you know, glad you
1: told that story, Bobby. I'm like really happy to be sitting here. Well,
0: listen, you should be. I know you're not, but you should be proud of that. And I just want to say, um, I know you're very frugal. Uh, I know you guys are very successful, but I know you like not to, you know, just waste money. So I'll pay for the "Wow, Mom, Wow" tattoo. As long as I get a photo of it, uh, <laughs> <as well. laughs> you know, that came out weird. I want, is it the tattoo? I want to see not so much the canvas, if you will. So anyway, let's change this weird subject. I took that That's one down. Whole there.
1: Section. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. We're going to edit this. We're
0: going to edit this. Wow. Out. Edit
1: this
0: out. wow. Um, so it, wow, mom. Wow. Not wow. Wow. But Seriously.
1: Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. So Megan, um, you are a bit of a mystery to me. Um, you're, you seem to have, uh, a lot of strengths in, across areas that people don't tend to have them. And I'll kind of summarize it with this. Uh, you know, I, I just got done reading the book traction from Gina Wickman, you know, uh, or I'm sorry, not, not traction, uh, rocket fuel, same author. And, uh, in the book, it talks about how every business needs two people. It needs an integrator and it needs a visionary and they, they're, they're just wired different. They're different kinds of people. And, um, you kind of strike me as someone that might be able to fluidly move between the two. I'm curious, is it just because you're a person, you just got a strong personality and you're, you're very involved in the business. I know you do like integrator type work i don't know if that's like if you do it all but i i know you you do that stuff but you also definitely seem like the visionary type that says yes i i see way out there where i'm wanting to go or you know just like uh, john maxwell says in in the 21 irrefutable laws he says a, a leader needs vision and and the visionary is the guy that is leading the expedition in the in the rainforest and he climbs the tree and he gets up there and gets the look of everything and then yells to everyone else wrong forest, you know, but that's the person that knows where they're needing to go. But then the integrator is the one that actually gets it done. That takes the crazy thoughts out of that visionary's head and can actually implement it. So to be the Roy to the Walt Disney type of thing, am I accurate in kind of pegging you as someone that can kind of play in both sides of that or, or am I I, off?
1: I've not read the book. And unfortunately, like, getting ready for today's podcast. I spent $200 on books that I had not read, that <laughs> like on one episode of podcast. Um, yeah. I, I, I haven't read the book, but it's on the list. I actually just ordered, Gina Wickman's like, what is EOS? Cause mm-hmm. I like, I feel like I just need to know for dummies. I mean, now I'm in this new mastermind group and everybody's speaking this language that is very <laughs> foreign to me. Um, and I will, so I, I don't know the answer to that question, but I will say this. I am very, very average at a lot of things Mm -hmm. like an absolutely unnatural amount of things. Am I average? Mm -hmm. I am not particularly good at anything, which is the weird thing about me, but I am, I'm, I'm very average. I learned this uh, when I went to, I lived in Germany for a year and in Germany, you are like a specialist from a very young age in this thing. And that is not just with school. That's not just with work. That is with hobbies and all the things. And I had a lot of friends. They're all men. And I, I was like very average at a lot of things. And so there would be like the really good bowler and I was never the really good bowler, but I could bowl and other people had never bowled or like the playing pool or playing poker. All my friends were boys. They're always, always boys. So, uh, (laughs) you know, I was very good at like, just being average. And I was never the best. I was never the top three, but I could do average things. And I think the other part of that when it comes to business is I'm too stubborn to fail. So Mm. I I will not, I will not. I can
0: see that in in a very complimentary way. That's, I I absolutely see that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So like when I commit, we're in and we're all in and we're, we're not going to be the best. I'm not out there to be the best, but we're going to do pretty good. We're going to be above average. Mm. And, um, and, and it comes at a fault. You know, I'm a DIYer. Outsourcing is something that doesn't come naturally to me. I, I'm a natural learner. I love to learn. I love to learn new skills and new things. And um, that does not necessarily make me a good business person, right? Like, I should know, play to my strengths, mm-hmm. like play to my passions and delegate the rest. Um, I'm reading Because of BBB, Sid Graff's recommendation this quarter was to read World Class Assistant. It talks about the four quadrants of, okay, I'm going to get in above my head, but um, I need to do better at delegating. I need to do better at outsourcing, for sure.
0: All right. Well, I think, honestly, and I don't want to dig into it because I'm not a master, but I think you confirmed my suspicion. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because and I would definitely disagree that you're average at everything you know at the very least you're well, not you're, everything yeah I'm total
1: singer I'm below average
0: at <laughs> you're, you're excellent when it comes to uh networking you're excellent when it comes to relationships um if I'm a betting man I would I would say you're probably excellent on um you know being a good leader nurturing you know uh, being a giver you know being someone that uh, leads by example and stuff like that. So uh, it's one You're of the reasons,
1: stop saying, nice. Oh. <laughs> a- where'd you go? Come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: no, no, no. Mean stuff's coming. Mean stuff's coming. Okay. But okay. I, I like it. Um, so I uh, actually, we just talked about this on my last podcast. It just, uh, uh, just went up, yesterday or the day before. Um, uh, but the, uh, I had, uh, Gino DeRosa on, on the podcast and he's in BBB as well. Um, so everyone probably knows what BBB is, but it's a mastermind group that the two of us are in called business bourbon and bullshit. And that's uh, a pretty cool deal. And you're, you're actually like in the new class. You, uh, you were one of the people that kind of got, got invited in and, um, uh, Tell us a little bit about that. We t- Gino and I talked about it last time. Um, I would say from the perspective of just an entrepreneur and the need for that inner circle and the need for, you know, if, if I can go to, to the Bible, don't fall out of your seats, folks. But if I can go to the Bible and, and the uh, the proverb as iron sharpens iron, so does one man sharpen another. Uh, share your, your thoughts on, you know, why people might want to be uh, or need to be uh, in something like that, to be around these other entrepreneurs, like-minded people. Hopefully, they're all smarter than you, uh, yada, yada, yada. Tell tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, thank you for inviting me and including me. And um, I, I had no idea what I was getting into when I went for the, my first in-person mastermind with BBB. And I was pleasantly, very pleasantly surprised. I was actually maybe awed. Um, it was <laughs> And I mean that like awed, uh, not like yeah. yeah. It was it was impressive. Um, and one of the things that I really appreciated about it was it was a curated room. So the idea is that everybody is there to serve each other and to yep. build each other up. And and there was a focus and emphasis. And I have so Jeff, my husband, joined his first mastermind group uh, just. I think it was late 2020, so in the past year, Mm -hmm. and and I had been very hesitant about joining a mastermind group for Jeff Likes Clean Windows because. I needed it to talk about money first. I think that there's a lot of things, especially in our industry that talk about sales and they talk about marketing, they talk about growth, but because as Bobby described, I'm very thrifty and I'm very, very frugal. Like I need us to address profitability before Mm -hmm. we talk about inflating sales, because I know every day, so many businesses that are failing or struggling and they're seven figure, eight figure and the owner's not paying themselves. They're having a hard time making payroll. And so like, I didn't, I wasn't interested in going into a mastermind that was like hyped. And so one of the really interesting things about BBB is there's also a 10. 10 to one ROI. There's a guarantee pretty much there. And that is every single person comes with a $10,000 idea and they figured out that it's going to cost you about a thousand bucks to go. And they're talking about hard costs only, not really talking about your time, but the goal is that your time is not needed in the field anymore. Right. And you can extract yourself and go learn and better yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. But a thousand dollars in hard costs and they guarantee now I'm sorry if you don't actually guarantee this, but if you don't, <laughs> it's you okay. Don't
0: we're not. Enough... There's no open enrollment, so we can we okay. can guarantee anything we want, no, Okay, one, well, no and if you
1: in. are sitting in that room, <laughs> and you do not come away with a ten thousand dollar idea. You were asleep and mm-hmm. you bumped your head. Like so, basically, all day long, you're getting all these ten thousand dollar ideas, and the idea is you just need to implement one. Yeah, and it's money. Now I will tell you, I have implemented more than one because you know above average, but not overachiever, just average. <laughs> uh, the one I implemented, which I don't even know if I can pronounce, we're not supposed to talk too much about BBB, but you can um, share one. Was, I, I read my job listing based on somebody's $10,000 idea. And I went from averaging like 30 applicants in a seven day period to 212 applicants in seven days. And that was one person's 10 K idea. And I changed four words in my job listing yeah. four words. And I was like, yeah, that was worth my trip to Nashville. Thanks very much, guys. Yep. And then it's been one after another of that. So I love that as a mastermind group, there is not really a strong leader. Like you got to look beyond the Bobby Walker part, right? Like there's not <laughs> really, I love you. I, I said that with love, this, yeah. but this is not the Bobby Walker show, oh, right? Yeah. The idea is this is a curated room of very like inspiring business leaders who have very low egos and are there to serve to serve each other and to, it was just, it was kind of cool to be in that space. And um, so I love that they had an ROI, like they did not ignore the fact that it was going to cost to go and that it was an investment of time to go and energy. And I got my money back many times over. Um, I liked the people because they were all givers and servers. And um, it was just kind of neat because, I own five businesses. I used to say six, but I one, I lost one in COVID. So I own five businesses mm-hmm. and I wasn't sure where I was going as. Like with Jeff, he has his mastermind. That's for Jeff Likes knows. We implement the heck out of that mastermind. It's been really amazing for us. But for me, I was like, Bobby, what do, am I like? likes accounting and my bookkeeping Academy and my Jeff likes come windows my fight club. Like, what am I, who am I? And he was like, you are Megan likes. Yeah. And to sit in a room as Megan likes, that doesn't get to happen very much. Mm -hmm. Like my clients need CPA, Megan, you know, my friends need business minded Megan or like, you know, the giver Megan or the Baker Megan or whatever that Megan is. You know, my niece needs mommy, like auntie Megan, you know, she needs that part of, so it was just cool to just be in a room as I am and with a lot of people that are smarter than me, like yeah. you said.
0: That's yeah, awesome. absolutely. And, and and the moral of the story, listeners, is you need to surround yourself with people like it. And I know this is the second podcast in a row we've talked about it, but it just so happens to be the second podcast in a row where I have a fellow BBB member in there. But um, it's, you know, doing BBB, you know, it's four days a year you know, essentially, I mean, we say connected more than that, but it's four days a year for, you know, these workshops, but it's been the most, I've done a lot of stuff and I've done a lot of things that have been very impactful for me, like including the huge convention, you know, but the BBB has been the single best investment of my time and money. The money's almost not even mentionable because it's just not much money, but it's been the single best investment that I've made. And I think the reason why, is because really relationships are what makes the world go round you know what um you know i ju- i was just well hell i just mentioned it on the last podcast but get used to it guys uh but you know like in the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership with john maxwell and he talks about the uh, the law of the inner circle and he talks about how uh every leader needs an inner circle you know of leaders that you're both going to help grow them but they're also going to help you grow in your weaknesses and um
1: and it was real i think the yeah. nice thing about it being intimate is um we were not like this was not and no offense to the huge, I love the huge, but hey, hey, hey be manager, nice to the
0: huge, be nice. No, to but I, <laughs> believe
1: strongly in, in maintaining and preserving your bottom line at the huge, you will stand in a hallway and somebody will tell you about their seven figure business or their mm-hmm. eight figure business, or you'll be buying a beer and somebody's bragging about their gross sales and, and they're doing it in mostly a helpful place. But, but what I liked was the, a, a true mastermind is going to challenge you as a person, yeah. not just as a leader of your company, this is not the place where you have to have bravado with your staff because it's the middle of COVID and you have mm-hmm. no idea what you're going to do, right? Yep. Like, this is the place where you can be vulnerable and be like, I'm really struggling with, like, balancing work and life balance. And, and I loved it. Like, no offense here either, but it is a group of predominantly men and like I didn't know men talked about work-life balance like I thought that was a
0: very (laughs) small
1: thing like I didn't know that they struggled with like managing their priorities of like getting home on time or like somebody had a genius idea about how to limit your own screen time when you're with your family and that was something I came back and implemented Danny that was brilliant phone bed ask Danny about phone bed that was awesome Uh, no so it just it was good because it's a small enough group it's inspiring F group and it, it, there's no bravado. There was no yeah. ego. There was no. Um, actually, I think that's one of the rules of BBB, right? Is that you, before you contribute, you have to have done. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah. that Well, we're all on
1: our box, right. We're not on our, soapbox.
0: absolutely. And, and I, I, I've said this a couple of times. I do want to say it again, and we're going to keep talking about this just for another second, at least, because I want to uh, touch on what you just mentioned, Megan, but for the listeners, guys, uh, we are going to expand BBB in the future, but when you're listening to this podcast, it ain't now. So we're not, you know, like there's no option for you to go buy or go sign up or anything like that. You know, it's, uh, it's always been an invite only thing. And, and it's basically at its capacity because we want, you know, Megan mentioned it being intimate. We want to keep it small. So, so we're not, I'm not trying to sell anybody anything here. Um, I'm just trying to share some, some things that I've done that have been hugely impactful for me. And I love the fact that I've had some friends that are in my, in my inner circle that have been on the show and we can share it too, because the um, well, gosh, what was the last thing you, I said? I want to talk about the last thing you mentioned. I just wanted to that little disclaimer. Well, uh, you,
1: well, you find that thought. I mean, this could inspire you to find your own tribe or to build your own tribe. And I think the huge coming back to the huge is a great place to find that like my yeah. best friends in life now that I travel with and that I spend a lot of time with, I met at the huge. Yep. So, um, fight, find your people, challenge yourself, mm-hmm. like push yourself, um, be a learner. Like, I think that that's something that sometimes gets discounted with the huge, like the learning is serious. Like yeah. there's really awesome learning that happens. The networking is also serious. And, um, the speakers are real. Like you can totally talk to a speaker in a bar and like pick their brain yeah. and, you know, schedule a call with them or, you know, schedule a visit, a site visit with them or something. Um, I think that, you know, even if the BBB temporarily or currently closed its <laughs> membership, that doesn't mean that you can't go find a mastermind yeah. or build a mastermind that will serve you. Um, and I think it has a lot to do with, um, you know, finding your tribe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And and that's why I want to share this listeners is uh, yeah, you can hear from what Megan's saying. It's, you know, she's only been a part of it for one event. And, you know, so she's just been... Uh, in it for a couple of months here, but it's just, it's these types of things, you know, and a good, that's the key word, a good mastermind is invaluable because um, it's how leaders grow It's because leaders grow with other leaders. And uh, the, the, I think the last thing, and then maybe we'll change subjects here, but this is, I think just a good life lesson in general, it's a good way to be, and it's a good thing to use to measure who you should be around but like uh, one of the things we do is we we say at bbb you you need to uh separate your opinions and theories from your real world experience and when someone asks a question um if you don't have real world world experience but you have input you know you need we we ask you to say hey i've never done this before here's an idea you know, here's a thought, but we want to speak and teach and give from experiences and uh, not just from what we think. And, and that's, that's something you see online a lot. You know, you see these guys that you mentioned bravado earlier and you'll see people online that, some guy posts a question whether it's a thing about he's having an issue with billing with a customer or this or that and these people like yep it's not my customer next i ain't taking that or well if it's me i'm pounding on their door and i'm collecting the check and and everything everyone you're hearing this advice from is people that haven't built their business yet uh it's just like these guys that are you know selling courses online on how to build a business for pressure washing and they've not built a business for pressure. I mean, they maybe have done some pressure washing and maybe they've sold some stuff and been, been, uh, you know, uh, successful in that and good for them on that, but, but they haven't done it. You know, they haven't done the things that they're trying to to teach you to do. So, uh, so that's, that's just a good life lesson is, you know, I think the first place to start on that listeners is internally start training yourself to not jump at that because it's so exciting to want to help people and you have these thoughts in your head and don't just jump on ideas, share from your experiences. If some, if you don't have the experience you need to specify, Hey, I'm brainstorming here. These are ideas, but, but you know, I, I can't tell you from experience that this is going to work, you know, type of thing, but, but that's that. So Megan, let's jump back into your life here. So you, um, uh, you, how old were you? Or maybe, uh, <laughs> How long ago was it when, uh, you took that job as the interim controller for that, um, um, uh, legal firm? I think
1: that was 2004. Oh, okay. Maybe, so, maybe 2005. All right. So it's been a while. It's and been you 15, 16 years and yeah.
0: And you had not, if I understood correctly, you had not started your own business prior to that. Is that?
1: No, no. I would just grown up with a. You know, in a scrapbook store and mm-hmm. a restaurant and yeah. parent and writer. And like, I, you know, I liked money. I always liked money. I was good with money. I was good with math. Like, mm-hmm. math came naturally to me. Um, but, you know, QuickBooks, it just was so amazing to me. It, it, was, it was in a law firm setting. And at law firms, they bill. Like, they know how to make money. Like, mm-hmm. lawyers, they got it down. They bill in six minute increments and they bill at several hundred dollars an hour. And that was part of the job as being the controller, is like, counting the six minute increments Mm -hmm. to bring in the money for the law firm. And then the other part about being a controller is to pay it out. So like, how much is the rent of that office? How Mm -hmm. much are the salaries of the attorneys? How much are the partner distributions? Like what are they getting at the end of the day for all this hard work? And how is it, separated and what clients are good about paying what clients I mean attorneys are excellent getting paid you know a retainer is a very real thing right they get paid in advance but there were all these really good business lessons and it was the first time I'd seen a business model that was successful
0: yeah
1: right because I had it and don't say that critically my my parents very really talk about this a lot i mean they were really nervous when so not when jeff started his business because we weren't married yet and they didn't mm-hmm. feel like that was their problem you know mm-hmm. but when i started my business my parents were very nervous like yeah. i mean it just lots of phone calls about are you sure like are you sure like I and mean, you have a really good job i mean i had a really <laughs> good job with really good people and i had really good flexibility and i made really good money but it wasn't mine and i just there's something about it being yours yeah. and and I will tell you as a, I love that this is journey of a new entrepreneur because as a relatively new entrepreneur on my own, right. When I started likes accounting, that hasn't even been four years. Oh, wow. And it's not easy.
0: I didn't realize I thought, that. You know,
1: yeah. We've grown a very successful window cleaning company to mm-hmm. the point where I could quit my cushy CPA job with the good benefits and the good flexibility and all of that. Um, you know, that's crazy. Like Jeff, we just paid off my student loans this year and Jeff, never went to college. And it was just always so funny. Like he was the breadwinner of our family because you can have a very good window cleaning business. If you don't have a good window cleaning business yet, fix it. Don't go start another one, fix it. Cause it is my favorite of all of my businesses. Um, and so when I, but I needed to help more people. That's why we mm-hmm. started like, I just had to help more people. And I worked really hard to get my CPA license. Ooh. So I felt like I needed to get a return on my investment for the amount of hours I spent studying for that stupid test. Um, but yeah, so starting my own business, it was not easy. It was not, yeah. like, I thought it would be, I thought, oh, we, we've been through all this with Jeff. And it turns out, no, very different, very, very different struggles, um, but absolutely rewarding and super super fun now to like have it be what i wanted i created the thing that didn't exist you know yeah I I,
0: that is that's my favorite part is like it's like you gave birth to something and then you like you get to watch it when it needs you for everything and then it starts kind of pulling up to the table and kind of you know then it starts taking steps and then before long you're hanging out at Disney world while it's doing its thing. And that's pretty cool. But mm-hmm. so our fear has been realized. Um, we got eight minutes till your heart <laughs> stops, So let's just keep that in mind while we're, we're talking now. This is th- the only shame is this has just been a really fun conversation. And I think we could have probably done a 90 minute episode and it not been too long, but I'll, uh, how about this? How about we just promise you come back because now we only have seven minutes left <laughs> on this episode. But, um, uh, so I want to try to touch on some, something small. So try to keep your, it's kind of a, uh, give it a two minute answer. Okay. And then I want to talk about one more thing. Uh, have you ever wanted to quit every day, every day,
1: every day, every day? I want to quit. Really? Um, what, and, what gets and, you,
0: what, 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 what's the thing that causes you the stress or the anxiety or the fear or whatever that makes you want to quit?
1: So, and to be clear, it's hard cause I own some, but I'm talking about likes accounting. Mm-hmm. I hate tax accounting i hate it if you're a client i'm sorry (laughs) but i hate it i like i stay in it for you because i know you're getting great value and you need me but i hate it um and so i i don't like i don't like compliance work like who likes taxes let's be real like Mm -hmm. raise your hand if you're like nobody even tax accountants don't like taxes and i just finished the third worst tax season no the worst taxes in a row for three years in a row and the taxes season I just finished was an 18-month-long one. So um, that's what gets me. Compliance yeah. work sucks. And there's not really any way around it because, you know, death and taxes are the only two sure things in life. Yep. So, um, yeah, every day I think about it. And every day I stay in it because we need somebody out there fighting. And And because now I own five businesses, like, I have to do my own taxes. So I might as well, like, Stay fresh
0: on all those things. Might as well. All right, cool. So let's get to the last thing here. And then, uh, because I wish I'd like to spend more time on that, but obviously we're running out here. Um, Talk to me about bookkeepingacademyonline.com.
1: I love it so much. So that is, that is the answer. That was the solution. So that was born out of likes accounting. So likes accounting started and I hit capacity in the first month. I was going to be a one woman show with my little shingle, like hanging out and my little desk. And it was going to be so great. And I grew to a team of 11 in the first 12 months. And I, I like, I just had created a monster, like a giant monster. So I burned it to the ground. um, And then I built it up again. And I had created a different kind of monster. So I burned it to the ground. So we're in our fourth iteration of likes accounting. I'm finally liking it again. I'm finally finding the joy again. Uh, I help people who, who really need help with their bookkeeping. And I can do bookkeeping for them. And I love it. But what happened was, when you keep hitting capacity and you realize like you have to have this labor force, not much different than my window cleaning company, right? I needed to have really skilled people to do tax returns that got really complex without any warning. Um, I I didn't like that capacity problem. So I started bookkeeping academy online and I hired my mom. She's a curriculum designer. Both my parents are now teachers. Um, And my mom helped me write curriculum to teach the Jeffs of the world how to understand their money. Mm -hmm. And it is brilliant class. Like I love it so much. And what changed was that 15 years of experience working one-on-one with a small business owner who is ashamed that they cannot meet payroll. Who's ashamed that they are, you know, bragging at the bar about their seven figure business, but they're not paying themselves anything. Mm -hmm. They're behind on their taxes. They're stressed out. They're scared that their family's going to find out. They're scared. Their employees are going to find out. They're scared. All the plates in the air are going to fall crashing to the ground. And it's going to be a disaster. Those people who I've sat with one-on-one for so long, I can actually help in a group setting now because my mom helped me figure out finding the common denominators in service businesses, specifically home service businesses and addressing them. Hmm. And the root of the answer, spoiler alert, is bookkeeping. You have to know your numbers. You have to know how much money are you making? How much money are you spending? And where are you spending it? Until you're willing to address those three questions, you are not going to be able to change your story. And you're not going to be able to outsell the problem. You're not going to be able to outmarket the problem. You're not going to be able to bring in more capital, fix the problem. You're not going to be able to get the next grant to fix the problem. That is the solution. And it is so fun to teach that. So I teach a class, a four-week class, every other month. And now I can help 50 people at a time, a hundred people at a time, 300 people at a time. And I'm working 10 hours a month. Like I'm not stressed out. I might be in France. I might be in the Caribbean. I might be in Hawaii. I might be wherever I'm going to be. And I'm serving the people I built a business to serve. And so I get really excited about it. I keep likes accounting because I still have these little ladies that like, I feel like I need to serve. And then I have these graduates of the bookkeeping course who are like, okay, I know how to do my own bookkeeping. I can do it in an hour a month but I hate it and I am never going to like it and I hate it. And so then they come back to me and they become bookkeeping clients and, and that that's okay. Um, And I get there are some people who just need to outsource it from the beginning. They, they're never going to get past Mm -hmm. it, but I, my starting thought thought is nobody in this world will care about your money like you do ever. Mm -hmm. And the only way you're going to get through the pain and the stress and the angst is to really get in it and know it um and the only way i can get you in it to know it is to make you do it yep. and so my claim to fame they say i'm a disruptor in the accounting industry uh, Intuit is like my BFF. I love QuickBooks Online, and like you love responsive. Like QuickBooks yeah. Online is my response. I mean, I love responsive too. I don't make me choose. And quality driven. And no, don't you, make me choose. No, you I have to right
0: my- now. You have thirty seconds. No, you got. Now, all right, keep going. Keep
1: no, going. I'm not. But but I can I can teach any business owner who runs a service business doing less than a million a year how to do their own bookkeeping in less than an hour a month and how to mm-hmm. do it correctly. And I think mm. that's, amazing.
0: that's that amazing. That is amazing. So tell everyone about- one more time where, the, get, I, I'm sorry to cut you out. I have one more question for you. And we're like, yes. we got less than two minutes. So I do apologize. Tell them one more time where they can go to learn about that.
1: So bookkeepingacademyonline.com
0: Bookkeeping or
1: likesaccounting.com. Likes Likes You'll see the whole funnel. I'm going to push you into taking the course, not hiring me. Um, and the best place to like connect with me is Facebook. Mm-hmm. We love Facebook. Megan likes. That's my name. Megan likes. Oh, speaking of
0: Facebook, your profile photo, we didn't even get to talk about skateboarding. Okay. Will you come back and do the show again?
1: I would love to. Okay.
0: Well, then let's do this. Let's end it this way abruptly. Uh, Guys, I'll put the the link in the show notes for y'all. Megan, one horse-sized duck or a thousand (laughs) duck-sized horses in a fight to the death.
1: I don't even know what that, are you speaking English? What does that mean?
0: Okay. So you clearly don't listen to, to my podcast. To if you're going to be in a I fight. I heard it on the
1: last one. And your preferred answer is that I say a thousand small ducks, but I listened to it like four times. I still don't understand. It's because, just, you're
0: going to be in a fight like, to the death. Fighting,
1: but why am I fighting to the death?
0: Because these ducks and horses are violent and they're angry. I'm in
1: California, I'm like a pacifist.
0: No. Be, well, <laughs> you're going to be a dead pacifist if you don't kill all these horses or ducks. So you got to pick one, one horse sized duck or a thousand duck sized horses.
1: Well, like, I'll go with the dealer's choice, the 1,000 <laughs> duck-sized horses. I mean, I just want everybody to live happily ever yeah. after.
0: While we're Me. killing. Wow, and you chose a 1,000 creatures to die instead of one. Yeah. Some, some tree-hugging hippie you are. All right. Yeah. So, Megan, thank you so much for being on the show. It's always fun. This, wow, 40, 48 minutes went by that quick. But uh thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone. Do me a favor. Uh if you like uh if you become friends with Megan on Facebook to reach out to her that way. Just show her some love. Tell her you enjoyed her on the show. Go check out Bookkeeping dot com. And guys, I hope I see you guys I hope Megan and I see you all at the huge convention, at the sale bar, in the main lobby there at the hotel. It's awesome. Can't wait. And remember, if you're not doing the things that you want to do in life You better have a damn good reason for it. But if you're not pursuing them, there's no good reason. Peace.